Dub Nation, you're listening to the Warriors Post Up with the voice of the Warriors, Tim Roy. Thompson catches and fires, hits another 325 for Clay. Well, he's in that. Just give me a little bit of a look, and I'll get it in the hole. You know, sometimes numbers can be deceiving. You know, you look at some of the, the, the players who are on the floor in the fourth quarter, Warriors. You know, played the fourth quarter fairly even. And, you know, but the, at the end of three, even with the Warriors down by only 14, after having a disaster in the first half, they gave 76 points in the first half. Nobody was good in the first half. But, you know, Kaminga ends up minus five, Trace Jackson Davis minus three. Everybody's going, look, look, see, they should have been on the floor more. But at the end of three quarters, they were minus 15, minus 13. You know, they were part of the, the, part of the problem. To, to why the Warriors were down in this one. They lose 133 to 118. It, I don't know. I, it's, it's hard to, 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 to say, but I, it, you know, it might be their worst defensive performance of the season at home. I mean, it just, I mean, you give up, uh, you know, points, 70 points in a, in a half. Uh, that's, that's tough to do. And then, to, you know, 76 and a half tonight, uh, it's, I don't know. I don't know. It's really hard to explain. Tonight they came out with zero energy, yep. and you know that the coaching staff, I talked with, with Chris DeMarco and our coaches show about this, and they were all, everybody was concerned about transition. And they came out, and they didn't get back right away. They were down like 10-2 to 2 to start the game. It just was a layup drill for the longest time for the Raptors. Finally got something going in the third quarter. They had a good third quarter, but, you know, you make a couple of, mental decisions in the final minute that turn into turnovers and Toronto leads by 14 at the end of three instead of a much more of a crowd into it uh, you know down by eight or maybe down by seven or if you're really fortunate down by six and so you know that kind of took away everything they had you know going into that fourth quarter a uh, quick reminder, tonight's Warriors shop item of the game presented by Rocket to Get the City Edition DK Shorts from Pro Standard. Save 30% tonight only at shop.warriors.com. Your thoughts well, on the I, I bet you if you asked them, they would agree uh, with my assessment. That was pathetic. Uh, the first quarter was ridiculous. The first play of the game, they couldn't even get the ball out of bounds. They gave up a bucket and then threw it away. It didn't even get in out of bounds. It's five nothing before they ever got the ball past half court, and then they turned it over again. It was seven nothing before they got a shot up, and it wasn't like turnovers were a huge issue. There was only nine, but they were a huge issue because that set the tone for the game. They had sixty six points in the paint, which is a big number, but it was going to be much bigger. And they started playing a little better defense. It, it, first quarter, I mean, think about it. They had 20 points in the paint in the first six minutes. 20. I mean, 20 points, period, is a big number. It's a monster number. But to have 20 in the paint in the first six minutes, they were getting whatever they want, throwing it down, posting stuff up and on, on a fast break, or just you know getting to the rim however they wanted. And then when they didn't get to the rim, defense finally collapsed. They hit a three just because everything was going so good. They felt great about themselves, but... That game was lost very, very, very early in that game. The tone was set. It just the energy wasn't there. The intensity wasn't there. Uh, Toronto looked like 
a team that had just lost. I mean, Toronto was down 20 points to Sacramento a couple nights ago and clawed all the way back and ended up losing by five. So, you know, they were like, okay, if we get off to a better start, and they got off to a great start, and they had the energy. They were taking it to the rim. They were taking care of the ball. They were running their offense, and the Warriors just did none of that. They, they didn't. And, it would, it would again, it wasn't just the turnovers because there were five turnovers early, and after that they didn't really turn the ball over, but that was the tone setter. Like the first six minutes, three minutes of the game, that's where they lost the game. That's where there was a lack of energy, a lack of focus, a lack of detail, all those things that you'd want to have happen, uh, that you need to have happen. I mean, they, they, they want to get to 500. They're one game below 500 going into tonight, had another chance to get there, and now they, you know, you got two more games. You got another game to win against New Orleans, who's playing real well, who just blew the doors off Sacramento tonight. They're going to be coming in feeling good about themselves. So, it, you know, it. You get right there and you slide back. It just—it's a lot of energy. It's like, you know, this game's—that's a this game's a microcosm of the season right now. Is that you get down big? Not to say two games below five hundred is big because it's not, but you're you're just fighting to get back to where you have your head above water. And tonight was like a, you got to fight so hard to get yourself in a position, and they get to within nine. And then they go 11-0 run, it's 20, and now the game's over at that point. And that's what can't happen. That's what you don't want to have happen to the season, where you, like, go two games, three games, all of a sudden you're four games under 500. You know, and it takes you a good week to get back to 500, which is where you want to get to. And they just haven't been able to get there. And I thought tonight, you know, one game away from 500, uh, you want to play good, uh, obviously, at home. But, you know, you're going to start playing a lot more road games coming up pretty soon, too. So you want to take advantage of this schedule, and they, I, they came out like, like it was I don't know, like a, you know you're playing in early April when you're out of the playoff picture is what it looked like. I mean that Toronto looked like they're fighting for the playoffs, and the Warriors looked like a team that was you know kind of just playing out the string. Obviously they're not, and they showed the energy and the effort and the focus in the third quarter, but. Would have been real nice if they had that in the first half or the first quarter. Then maybe it wouldn't have been a twenty-seven point lead. It would have been a lot closer. But the first five minutes were just really, really disappointing. You know who really hates this box score, other than Warrior fans and the, and the Warriors themselves, obviously. New York Knicks fans—they don't like this box score. R.J. <laughs> Barrett was really good. That's the best I've ever seen him play. I mean, uh, I'm not a big R.J. Barrett guy. But he was plus 26 tonight, 37 points, six assists, six rebounds. And as you said, you know, he's basically going wherever he wanted to go to on yep. the floor tonight. Yeah, and that to, that to me, Tom, is the most disappointing thing tonight was the lack of resistance. Yeah. The lack of like, okay, I'm, I'm going to take something away from you and make you beat me with something you don't want to do. And, and it, even just a simple thing, you know, if you're going to crash the glass, then you've got to get back on defense. You know, you're going to be vulnerable that numbers-wise anyway, so that means you have to have an urgency yeah. to get back tonight, and I didn't see that tonight. Well, so. and then the recognition of who needs to get back. Like, how, I, how, how does no one on the team recognize that they need to get back so Steph doesn't have to guard, guard Scotty Barnes right underneath the bucket? I mean, Scotty Barnes is running. He's their point guard. 
Yep. He's running, and then Steph picks him up. And then yeah, I played for 15 years, and if all f- sorry about Thank that. Thank you, Steve. Yeah, that was my uh, fault. No, that's okay. I know he's talking about complaining about minutes. I don't think anybody's going to be complaining. RC Davis pounded the table. I don't think anybody's complaining tonight about, about minutes. <laughs> but I mean, you recognize that you go, hey, I got to get back so I can help him out. You know, I got to get back so they can't just post him up. I got to get back, and I'll get back just for a second so they can't throw that long lob pass, and then I can run out and get my guy. But nobody recognized that. There was one where they had five guys. I mean, they were at half court or on their own side of the court. Uh, and they just threw it over the top of everybody. Yep. It was a layup. Somebody ran behind him. Like, how do you not recognize? One person didn't recognize that, hey, there's a guy in a white jersey running by us right now. That's probably not a good thing. We might want to get back. Nope. Layup. And that's how you end up getting 20 I, I I never seen anything like that before. Twenty points in the paint, six minutes into the game. It's crazy. Twenty. That shows you. And give Toronto credit; they just kept exploiting it. But at some point, you figure the Warriors are going to make an adjustment or just fight and just say, "Hey, that's enough. We're not, that's enough. You're going to have to get it from outside the paint, not inside the paint." But it didn't happen. And again, that set the tone. This was one of those games. I always think you can lose games at different times of the game. You can lose it at the end. You can lose it in the third quarter. This one they lost in the first three, four minutes, maybe even earlier than that. Yeah, what's the old adage? You, you can't win a game in the first quarter, but you can't lose one. You can lose one. Yeah. Yep. And that's that's exactly what happened. R.J. Barrett, by the way, uh, he has the third highest point total uh, to with, the, with the, the for the Raptors in the first four games. Joining a new team, the other guys around him, Kawhi Leonard had 112, Rudy Gay 97, and then Barrett, and then Danielle Marshall. Wow. Yeah, how about Danielle Marshall. How about that? So, number anything th- else? Number three, right? Uh, Was he number three? I thought, I thought we wore yeah. the same number. Yeah, number, th- number three. Yeah, he wore it better. And the, the, one, the one that you would never would have ever seen coming when he was a warrior was that at one point he had was tied for having the most threes in the game. I know. It's like, what? Yeah, he, yeah that's a great <clears throat> bar trivia question right there because no one, no one was going to guess that at so. all. Well, I guess Wednesday. Wednesday, the uh, 5.30. I hear there's a special start time. 5.30. 5 o'clock pregame show. And it's going to be really interesting because you're getting one team coming off getting their heads kicked in, and the other team – was the one doing the kicking. Yeah. I mean, that New Orleans can't be feeling any better uh, coming off their beatdown of uh, Sacramento tonight. And the Warriors, I would expect a very, very spirited effort on Wednesday. So we will see. I mean, that's one. I don't want to say you have to get it. It's too early in the season to say anything like that. But you don't want to go down three to 500 going on the road for four games because the road game is going to start coming now. You had your you had your fun around Christmas where you had to go to Denver, but there was a whole bunch of home games, and they didn't take as much advantage of they as they would have liked. So now you better start getting them. You better start getting them. Uh, well, because those road games, those six and seven game road trips that I know you're so fond of, yeah, those are going to be coming at some point. But uh, that uh, big, maybe not big. How about important? How about important? They're when, important. Wednesday is an important game. Every every game is important now because now you've you've given away five games that maybe you should have won, where you led big, should have won those games. Yep. 
put the hammer down. But but again, I I just think there's something right now with with this team that they've got to address and figure out how to make these pieces fit. And I, I the fact that the other night in the coaches show, I asked. Steve Curris, does it feel like you have a Rubik's Cube once in a while because you're trying to find that combination? I mean, there's so many combinations they can run with, and and it's just, uh, man, it's tough. I wouldn't want that job for a million, well, maybe for a million. <laughs> well, I don't think he's ever been this late in the season where he hasn't, have the, hasn't had the Rubik's Cube figured out. Right. Because usually it kind of tells you. And he just, he doesn't. He doesn't have the guys at the, at the very top that uh, it's obvious that those guys got to play at a certain point. And it's just been, yeah, it's, it's, it's been tricky. See you Wednesday. Sounds good. That's Tom Tober. That's Tim Roy.